Listening to the Cannabis Hangout. Two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while, while we, we break, break it all down. down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Cannabis Hangout. I'm Saab. And I'm Brandon. Today's series is industry leaders, and we linked up with Riley from Cured Cannabis Co. to pick his brain a little bit on growing cannabis and what it's like to be a leader in a growing industry. So guys, welcome Riley to the Cannabis Hangout. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys having me. <laughs> your oh, voice is so I deep. Was just about to say you have a really good podcast voice. Oh, I love it. Okay, so Riley, just starting off, like tell us where your journey with cannabis began and like where you grew up. Oh wow. Um, I grew up here. Okay. Um, yeah, I was born and raised in Oklahoma City. Um, my, I guess my journey with cannabis, I mean, I started smoking when I was 15 or 16 in high school. Um, a little rebel. Yeah, a little rebel. Um, and I knew then that it was different, but um, I really didn't know how, I didn't, we were getting Mexican swag. Yeah. So, um, you know, I didn't really dip into it too much. It was kind of... Whatever you could get your hands on. Exactly. Yeah, I felt um, that. But at some point, I um, I started getting High Times magazines, you know. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, can't say I did that. Shout out to High know. Times. It, yeah, shout out High Times. That, um, And I used to get it from a place called Fatheads. Yes, I know exactly where that yeah. is. That's closed down now, isn't it? And yeah, they rebranded something, something else. Um, but... Yeah, I remember the time when I would buy those and like hide them under my seat on the way home, uh, you know, in case I got pulled over or anything like that. Um, Love that. You know what I mean? Just like it was Oklahoma back in the day. It was uh, very sketchy. Um, yeah. So I couldn't, you know, you couldn't, it was all undercover for yeah. me, you know, at mm-hmm. that time. Um, right. And honestly, we... I had gotten to a point, I, I, I got done with um, high school and tried a year of college and didn't didn't uh, didn't like that too much, so I started yeah. working, mm-hmm. and I figured uh, if I can do it here, then maybe I can do it, you know, in a state where it's not so um, harsh. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. yeah, and illegal. <laughs> and just, I, I'd been out there, I'd traveled out there as a kid. Um, Colorado? Yeah. Um, and as an adult as well, leading up to me moving out there. So um, I just knew that the culture was a little more accepting. For sure. Um, so what prompted you to want to begin growing? Um, I guess it was just curiosity, really, mm-hmm. and um, expensive prices. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> you know, I, I went to Colorado and... I remember going into some, like, it was right when we got there, and um, I was waiting on my med card, Mm -hmm. so we had to go do some, like, you know, um, 
buy from some guy in mm-hmm. a house. It was it was like 2010. That's crazy. Feels like forever like, ago. Yeah, a whole was, decade. It, it was yeah, it was wild then. Um, and Colorado was just on the scene. Like yeah, it just started happening there. Mm-hmm. So what year was this? That 2010. 2010. Okay, yeah. wow, bringing in my listening ears. <laughs> um, and I ended up buying from this guy, and he was growing himself, and um he showed me his grow and I was like just baffled. It's, you know, it was, it was yeah. just amazing. It was like, I've never seen it like that. Mm-hmm. I'd seen, you know, every now and again, we'd get some, you know, good weed uh, in Oklahoma, but for the most part, it's just mids. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I, there's nothing. I remember walking into my first grow and there was really nothing, no smell like it right. and no like feeling like it like walking in smelling everything and then seeing you're like holy shit this is where my weed comes from right this is crazy mm-hmm. people do this yeah, yeah. like professionally <laughs> crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely um and so i knew then that i had you know i was interested and mm-hmm. i got my med card and that was like a huge you know breakout for me mm-hmm. i was kind of just announcing or you know Telling the world that I smoke, you know what I mean? Yeah, for um, sure. Following a passion. Right. Um, and with that, six, you were able to grow six plants. Um, and so I just built a little tent. Nice. And yep. started growing. And after the first harvest, I was, I was hooked. Oh, you were hooked. That's oh, yeah, so cool. Was, I just don't have the patience for it. I wish I did. Right. So you have to be a very patient person. You seem like you're patient. You're very chill. Sometimes. Some Some people think so. Whenever you you said you you lived, you lived in Colorado. What was transitioning like from like that to like coming here to Oklahoma and starting your own? Um, The industries and the people are completely different Mm -hmm. um, as far as cannabis goes, Um, but they're all passionate in the same way mm-hmm. i guess you could say um colorado had 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 time to um even out everything and basically um they had a lot stricter laws mm-hmm. in place so everything was a lot more defined yeah um and so that wasn't it wasn't like here where it's kind of you know um Less stringent, yeah. Let's say the Wild West. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what they call it, right? Yeah, they um, do. <laughs> they sure but do. It sounds so badass. I know. <laughs> the the scene was just kind of, um, it was a shock actually. Mm-hmm. I, I realized first and foremost that the dispensary game wasn't the same. Yeah. Uh, it stepped up, and there's definitely some better places now. For sure. Uh, yeah, it and, takes a minute. Uh, yeah. Later, but. You know, right when it legal, I mean, it was, you know, it was rough. I, I, I didn't, there was um, some backdoor stuff going on. Oh, you know, like, oh yeah. Still is. People um, were waiting till yeah. this passed and right. they had already been, like, their wheels had been turning. That's why all those dispensaries popped up yeah. <laughs> so quickly, even if they right. were quality or not. Yeah. Could go uh-huh. buy weed there yeah, exactly. and drive with it in yeah. your car and not yeah. feel like shit. Right, right. Um, so in Colorado, it was more professionalized i guess you could say i don't don't know it was just more advanced um and it seemed like there were more it it was separated to us you know 10 big names Mm -hmm. you know so it wasn't so spread out like here where it seems like 
<laughs> that tastes so good. Sorry. We just, I just hit some of Riley's. Meat. Well, you pass it that way. Yeah, and it makes star. me really nervous. <laughs> um, Cincy Star's bomb. <laughs> Holy cow, that tastes so good. Yeah, it tastes you like want, candy. Do you want to use it? Go ahead. Okay. Gracias. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off. <laughs> no, no. no it's, that's a good thing. Um, but the, the, I guess the community is just what's so different. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tight close-knit here it, I, mean? I will say that there's i feel like there's two parts of the community that i have observed personally this is not facts this is my opinion right. there's like the money hungry people and then there's like the people who are in this like the mom and pop the people bought like right. scraping everything right. from their life savings just to be able to create medicine for other people which that's the shit that i'm here for like that's what i love to see is the mom and pop people the people who um, started their grow in their house and right. you know like that's the people I'm here for and that's what I love to see and there's definitely two very strong types of community here and I yeah. feel like those are the two yeah so um, it was me that's so it was me and a buddy um, his name's Josh Dandran he's, he's one of my best friends um, he we we grew, we built that tent together that's cool um, and we continue to learn for years until we got the phone call um, when it legalized here. A um, little silent investor gave me a call, and he said, hey, you want to come, you know, use your talent? We had been, I'd been doing caregiving. Um, so there was, it was, it was um, 36 plants that you could grow mm-hmm. um, for six different patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and you meet, you can sign up anonymously, but um, you can also, like, if your friend's, just you know like you could give me your plant count and i could grow my medicine for oh, you oh wow that's yeah. cool yeah, in colorado it's 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 a lot better is that still is that still I believe so, oh yeah. wow that's really cool so like mm-hmm. as a person i believe you're assigned like as a medical patient you're assigned like six mm-hmm. I mean, they might have bumped it up to 12 i don't know but um you're assigned six and then you can give that to a dispensary wow and they can grow six more plants in their grow because cool. they have a a, a plant count Okay. Limit. Uh-huh. It's tears. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's tears in Colorado, so it's it's much different than yeah. where here they have just like 30, 40 acres of stuff. You know? That's crazy. Um, there yeah. you have to pay per tier. So okay. bigger, the, the more plants you have, the more money you're going to give the state, which is a pretty cool idea, I think. Yeah, I think so too. That's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And that keeps the, the the foreign money out. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, as, as much as possible anyway. Interesting. Um, but... We were we were providing medicine to patients um, in Colorado, and it was I I knew that the Oklahoma market needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew that they needed some experience. So, um, me and my buddy we packed up our stuff and and here you are. Yep, hell yeah, that's dope. Were, are you excited to move back to Oklahoma? Not at all. No. <laughs> oh, are you no. happy to be here now? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's like, definitely changed my nature. Mind, but, are you a nature guy? Um, yeah, I lived just south of Breckenridge. Um, oh wow, that's amazing. Beautiful mountain home. Uh, you know, stop. elk, elk in our window every morning. Um, wow, you're painting the best picture. It was. Yeah. I'm telling That'd you, be hard to leave. It was hard to leave. It was a very tough decision for yeah. me. Yeah, like even like just mentally, mm-hmm. like right. you're mentally going to. Two totally different opposite yeah. places that you've been in every single day. Right, and that's I knew what I, I knew what I was coming back to. You yeah, know what I mean, like mm-hmm. I, I knew the the heat 
and you know the flat plains of Oklahoma <laughs> and all that you know crazy stuff yeah, that I've been missing out on for for oh. ten years. You know, it yeah. was it was cool being in Colorado and not mm-hmm. having to worry about tornadoes. You know, just like enjoying yeah. the rain. <laughs> Feel that. <laughs> yeah. The most y'all have to worry about is blizzards, but even then, Colorado's still on top of their shit. They just always right. are. Oh, like, yeah. you're good to go to work. Yeah, you have exactly. no excuses. They're, the CDOT, it, the, absolutely, the roads out there. Are yeah. Much, have you been back often? Um, a couple times, but yeah. no, I haven't had as much opportunity as I'd like to go back there and just working hard. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can imagine what it's like. Yeah. The first couple years of your grow. Um, so is there things you miss slash liked about the Colorado market where, I mean, I know pricing, of course, but that Oklahoma hasn't caught up to yet? Um, yeah, so uh, definitely the bud tenders are much more informed out there. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's a more informed culture and mm-hmm. uh uh, kind of a more scientific approach, I guess. It, like they're more about their health. Yeah, I feel that um, very much. So, so, like they, as a people, I guess you know, I, I'm definitely from Oklahoma, but yeah. uh, Colorado, definitely healthier people out there. Mm-hmm. So they look at it; they're they're looking at it as a more healthy thing. So they get informed about their health mm-hmm. and uh, how how cannabis benefits their health. Um, and here, I noticed some. Just some uh, shady spots, you know. I don't yeah. know. It, it, there was definitely, there's definitely now some much more informed, and we're we're turning the curve. Um, but just the information and the information given, um, like I know in Colorado, a lot of times, like Green Solution would, um, they have the grow and the dispensary, mm-hmm. so they're able to, you know, provide as much information about that plant to mm-hmm. the patient um, rather than getting mixed up in translation from grower to, uh, you know, a guy that sells for the grower yeah. and then he goes and sells that, you know, sales rep, he goes and sells that to the dispensary and then the bud tender that's working that day maybe doesn't know about yeah know, exactly mm-hmm. what they should know about that cannabis. Um, but also, I you know, I felt a little, just in some sketchy places. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. there's, I, I would try to go and the, the quality of flower would be very high and the security would be lax. And, you know, I was, I, I, I take it so seriously. I want everyone to be professional. And, yes. You know what I mean? I want everyone yes. to like push the industry. So it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to. I know. Cause you, you have those people that are like very lax and right. you're like, dude, like I'm actually trying to break the stigma and actually right. educate people and right. I need you to not be like that right. because it's putting a bad name on canvas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I smoke. Like, yeah. I, it's, I, I'm not lazy. No. That stigma is I hate terrible. when people say like, that. you hustle. It. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know, there's two different types of uh, cannabis users, I guess. Yes, there sure <laughs> is. That's the truth. We want to be on the other side of that and pushing that other side, making, you know, having accepted it or having it accepted um, in the community. Yeah, I I love that. That's awesome. So how, um, collectively, how long have you been growing? Um, I would say 10 years. 10 years. I feel yeah. like that's a really good amount of time. Yeah. Really work out the kids. Good experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, I'm, and that's the thing is that I guess anyone, or at least the more advanced growers that I've talked to know that we we all 
are always learning and don't yeah. know, don't, don't ever know anything. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like yeah. this yeah. industry. You know I mean? Ever like, know everything. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, more open to that. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that's what we always say on here. Like, we don't claim to know everything. Like, we're always learning yeah, right. totally. things with everybody else as much as mm-hmm. you think we might know. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's the thing with me is that I'm always down to learn. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? You like, have to if you want to grow. Exactly. Like, no yeah. pun intended. But, right. like, if you want to grow, then, right. like, you have to. Correct. Like, um, and I think those are be the people that shine through in yes. the industry. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, a good way to look at it. At first, I knew everyone was in a, you know, hurry to get their money and, yeah. you know, get the, yeah. get the ball rolling. But, mm-hmm. um I'm starting to see the quality shine through a little bit. Yes. So I'm excited for that. What would you say is, would be like the most challenging aspect of like either starting or like maintaining a grow just from you doing this for like 10 years? What would you say? Um, so going to the commercial level was a big jump. Um, we were just hobbyists. Basically we had 36, um, you know, 36 to 50 plants at a time okay and when you start talking thousands it's, it becomes um a whole different task i would say the hardest thing would be maintaining the environment in this oklahoma humidity and, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the oklahoma heat yeah. yeah that's a huge factor yeah i didn't i guess i didn't even really think about that it's it's um much different than the, yeah. my arid area. Oh, Florida. I can only yeah. imagine. So what would you say, like, what would you pride yourself on when it comes to, like, you growing and your flower? Um, just giving patients the most quality medicine that we can, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's pure and simple. We take pride in, uh, in our work, and hopefully that shows. But it's really, it boils down to just knowing that the plant helps me and wanting to help other people with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's like your, like what's your style of growing? Um, so we hand water everything in cocoa, um, cocoa core. Um, we use organically derived nutrients. Um, we hand trim everything. Um, we hang dry for 10 to 14 days whole plant, uh, make sure that the chlorophyll levels are set properly. Um, I've seen a lot of people <laughs> uh, wet trimming and okay. messing with the chlorophyll levels, and that's when you'll get that, like a bud that looks good, but it doesn't have any smell. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's because either it's dried too fast or because they dry trim to mess with the chlorophyll levels. It, it's, mm. it's like a... Um, a fruit cut down and have to ripen, you know what I mean? Okay, that learned That's something great, new today. That's a yeah. great way to put it, that like a good really image. Good. Yeah, for sure. So how do you select what strains you choose to grow? Man, that's, we, that's <laughs> a tough question. Yeah, that's a tough, <laughs> um, deep loaded question. Right. Um, so we, honestly, the only, the two um, we, we came here honestly trying to grow like the originals. Yeah. Like the old school strains that I knew from like, you know, back when mm-hmm. I was in high school, honestly, yeah. because I knew that um, 
most of the seed banks that I've been looking at, and like I said, I've been looking at high time since I was 15. Yeah, so for sure. I've got all those seed banks on my radar, at least the, the internationally renowned ones mm-hmm. from Amsterdam. And um, so I went on there and I tried to go find some originals with those seed banks um, because I knew that are, they were going to be stable genetics, you know, if mm-hmm. they were in business for 20 or 30 years. Yeah. They're an Amsterdam coffee shop, you know. Yeah. Um, they probably know what they're doing. Hell yeah, they've got it down. Right. Um, and so I just went in and ordered those, um, ordered some of those and honestly just, uh, went with the flow from there. Um, we, we try to keep it original, but these Oklahoma people seem to love the exotics. Honestly, that is the damn truth. You know how hard it is for me to sell blue dream at work because people are just like, "Mm, blue dream, green crack. Um, We want the stuff that's like jungle cake. And I'm like, oh, okay. The crazy stuff. All right. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, So do you plan on, or do you have any strains that are specific to cured cannabis? Um, So no, we don't do any breeding. Okay. Um, that is a whole different beast. Yeah, um, I've, that, I've heard. Oh, it is. That's honestly, those guys are the the geniuses. Yeah, um, you know, breeding mm-hmm. it's in stable genetics too. It's it's easy to to breed a like to to cross a plant, but mm-hmm. to create stable genetics that are um, stable every single time that don't have a bunch of phenotypes is very hard. It's yes. a very long process. It takes years. So oh, that's yeah. why I'm very. Mm-hmm skeptical of newer seed banks you know it's it's it 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 requires time that's really i mean i like that though because it's not like you're tapping into a side of cannabis where you don't know you know that you don't know and you know that it's a big b so you're like i'm just gonna stick with what i'm good at and like really like get better at it correct and i can appreciate that because Mm -hmm. without putting your hands into too many things where you can't like have your expertise well and even like the og strains i mean I work on the dispensary front and I see so many different like of the same strains come in and with so many different um, terpene profiles and cannabinoids and I'm and it just I mean it's just kind of understood now that all the OG strains are pretty much always going to co- come across as hybrids because right. nine times out of ten it has been crossed or it's not the true strain. Right. So it's really cool that you are kind of taking it back and trying to keep it sticking solid. and being a younger mm-hmm. cat doing it. I think that's really cool because keep it solid. yeah, that's what you grew up with. So that's right. That's what, and that's what put you on. Like, so you want to, yeah. You coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we all remember blueberry. Yes. You know, granddaddy purple. Yes. Uh, you know, Bubba Kush. Yes. You know, um, <laughs> all the good ones. You know yes. I mean? Yeah. Like, and those stick out in my mind. And so what I could just go to do is find the best possible, uh, you know, strain that I can yeah, and then grow it the best possible way. Cause that's another thing is like, um, it depends on how you grow. Yeah. It's like you could have a blue dream with one grower getting, you know, uh, the same seed to another grower. Mm-hmm. You could end up with two different products. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Very I, true. Yeah. That's very true. That. We yeah. want to make sure everyone knows that and kind of, you know, put it in people's faces. Like, yeah. Yeah, like you've heard of Kim Dog, but have you like actually smoked the correct Kim Dog? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I actually. A lot of people haven't. would be like, "What? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I bought the Kim Dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. what they told me at the right. dispensary." <laughs> you know. So what would what would you say your favorite strain is that you're growing right now, and why? Honestly, it, I mean, it's got to be Nebula. It's got to be Nebula. You know, Tell us about Nebula. <laughs> we smoked Nebula. Nebula is. Um, 
It's a hybrid, sativa hybrid from Paradise Seeds, and it is one of the most different smelling, tasting, growing plants ever, like we've ever grown. Um, we knew from the get-go, you know, that it was lush green. It grew great, and that's another thing is it's it's not just how it grows or just how frosty it is mm-hmm. for me. You yeah. know, on, owning a grow, you just, you have to have, there has to be all sides. Mm-hmm. You know, yield, how does it grow? Is it, is it resistant to pests, mold, that sort of thing? Is mm-hmm. it, you know, and then... Do we like the flavor? Do we like the taste? Do we yeah. like the profile? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Breaking um, it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's, we knew Nebula on all fronts was good from the get-go. Yeah. It, it never disappointed, like, yeah. all the way through. So It was um, very yummy tasting, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Yes. I really enjoyed um, the high, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was our our cup. Our placement. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I yeah. did see that. Congratulations on that, by I the way. Very that. cool. Yeah. Um. That's insane. Yeah. Me, that's really freaking cool. Um, what did you win? We got second in the sativa category. Okay. Tell everybody. <laughs> Let <laughs> the people in the back know. Absolutely cured cannabis. Um. We we got second, and it was a late entry, and it was a late decision by us, and just it was kind of a um. Me and Josh's personal, personal, um, you know, vendetta to just yeah. submit our stuff to high That's time. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. like, second. why not? What do you have to it's lose? Like, if you lose, you lose. But if you win, like, what the I fuck know, you want? I know, I know. There's, there's a lot of talk about it, but like, you know, like people being paid off. And yeah. Like mm. But um, we were just like, man, we like we're we're here. Like this is, we might not get this chance again. Exactly. You know? Why not? So, let's do it and. I could, I wasn't even watching. I was I had anxiety about it, so I didn't even watch the show. <laughs> uh, called me and told me we got second. I was blown away. That's that's something to be mad absolutely. proud about. I know like, that is very cool. That's like, so neat. Um, yeah, growing up in yeah. the magazine. And that's r- that yeah. is very dope. Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah, that was your shooting star. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so flipping the script a little bit, what's your favorite method of consumption? Go home after a long day of work. What do you want? What do you want? Hit in the face first. <laughs> um, if I had to choose, might see that's the thing is that I'm usually at home. I'm usually bong. Okay, I feel yeah. I f- feel work, that after work it's a bong. But bong rest nice. to the face. If I only had to choose one for the rest of the time, I would definitely have to say blunt. Oh, that was going to be my next yes. question. Joints are blunt. <laughs> Tell us why. Tell me your reasoning on a blunt. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe who I grew up with or mm-hmm, my that. side of town. I don't know. But, like, joints were not a big deal where I was. We was, was all about mm. blunts. Yeah. yeah. Swishers. Yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing hits like a blunt. No. I always say that. No. I know. I totally <laughs> like, agree. I, like, it's funny because I remember the first time. You know, I got high. Yeah. And then I remember the first time I smoked a blunt. Yeah. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> that is so like, true. Like, that was a different That's experience. That's so funny. A blunt's a little bit more of a buzz. For yeah. sure. A tasty one. Yeah. Do you get flavors? Um, I used to. In high school, absolutely. We got whatever we could get. Yeah. But, um, we would get blueberry and peach and strawberry and i just can't do that anymore so do you just do plain ones now well you see that was with mexican swag so we were covering up stuff Uh but with our cannabis you 
don't, don't want to do that. No, yeah. you want to, you know, we want to enhance it. So usually I buy diamonds, just flavorless. Same, swishers. <sighs> yeah, Man, same. That's I what like, I, do. I, I love, love diamonds. the flavors. I know, Brianna's like, always oh, like, get the flavors. And I'm like, no, I'm like, can you get the white and grape one, please? It's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. Mango, I totally admit strawberry that. Strawberry mango, like whatever it is. What was yeah. the one a that white you, peach? Oh, I put shit. Brandon on white peach. That, that was that a, was a um, banger. Yeah, I really like. I actually really like white peach. <laughs> yes, I'm all about that. All the flavors everywhere. <laughs> well, like I said, since it's it's almost been an evolution, and we I used to do it all the time, and it was kind of I would do it out of you know reminiscing, but yeah, yeah. it's kind of comforting right. to like roll that blunt yourself yeah. and then smoke it Take and just. Me back to, so oh yeah just rolling a fatty it's my favorite it's like a party trick because oh, i'm the yeah. only one of my friends that can roll so it's like <laughs> so will you roll when we're in a group of people and i'm like yeah I pull out all my shit and i'm the one sitting there rolling oh, yeah. the blunt's the easier one though it fuck joint yeah i'm just now learning how to roll joints and it's not easy cones. see i i don't like raw cones why not i just they burn. I they just burn my throat. I'm I like Elements better. Okay. There's actually this off brand okay. that we got when we first opened, and I can't remember the name, but those were the smoothest um, joint or papers that I'd smoked. But I like really like Elements, and I love King Palms. Yeah, King Palms are the new thing. Yeah, I mean, if I have a, a raw cone, I'm gonna stuff it, of course. But like, it's not my preferred <laughs> right, right. method, you know. Gotcha. Need come back for it. <laughs> Dang. So what is something that you would hope to see change like here in Oklahoma? Um, I mean, it's changing. So I'm, I have high hopes for the scene, but yeah, just more informed. Yeah. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. the more informed you are um, and the more informed people that are partaking mm-hmm. in canvas. Yes. It's going to be. Uh, more accepted throughout the community. I feel that. Yes, educate, educate. Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly encouraging my patients to educate themselves. Right. Uh, besides me educating them, because the whole purpose is taking ownership of your own experience so and that research. you get, so yeah. that you, you get the full benefit of what you're yeah. actually trying to accomplish. And then you get excited and you like end up sharing it with yeah. somebody else. And right. that's how, right. that's literally word of mouth. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, Breaking stigmas of cannabis. What stigma would you like to see changed? Lazy. Yes. <laughs> lazy. Yes, I agree with Not that. All of us are lazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I've seen, and that's the thing. Is like I've met a lot of hardworking mm-hmm. stoners. Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah, <laughs> no, I you know agree I mean? with that. Like I made, you know, I've met a fair share of lazy ones as well. Mm-hmm. But um, just that, that stigma of like lazy. Dirty, grungy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to clean it up. Haven't washed your people. hair in like five days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like when you go, you know, when you go to get your prescription filled at the doctor, do you see someone that's like, yo, bro. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, you want your pills, man. <laughs> Definitely like, not, because that would be uh, so freaky. Right. Like, that's, and that's, that's Especially with pills. Yeah. Like, that, that, that needs to clean up a little bit so yeah. everyone's yeah. Um, not so scared of right. the culture. Yeah, I feel that. Well, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know or anything you'd like to share before we hop off? Um, not really. I mean, Cured Cannabis at Hefner and Rockwell. It's coming soon, within two months. Heck yeah. Um, Heck yeah. We're going to open the doors. We got just got done building out. We got some things to finish up, some marketing stuff. But In Oklahoma City, soon. guys. Yep, Northwest OKC. 
so yeah. fun. Go follow. Make sure to follow Cured Cannabis on Instagram too, y'all. Yeah, go give us a follow. We'll follow back. anyways thanks for being here today seriously thanks for taking your time to talk cannabis with us we loved it anytime anytime I appreciate the invite and honestly I enjoyed kicking it with you guys (laughs) oh thanks Riley well stay tuned for next week's episode of the cannabis hangout and as always stay medicated Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.